Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Topical Brainstorm. I'm Garrett Fox, I'm here with Christian Larson, and we're actually in person today. Yeah. Which is kind of cool, we usually do this uh, over the internet, where we can't see each other, but today we can, so. We're cuddled up real nice to this Uh, microphone. (laughs) Yep, we have one mic, so hopefully the sound is great. Yeah, I'm in the habit of um, muting myself real quick when I have to cough, since I perpetually have a cough. Yeah. And I already feel a cough tickling my throat, and it's going to be a lot harder to edit them out this time. So. <laughs> yeah, I do that same thing with mine. <laughs> Sometimes I forget to unmute it. <laughs> you do. You have done that before. <clears throat> well, there's one cough. All right. We are finishing our book. It's the last chapter today. Um, the Man's Guide to Women. This chapter is called Staying Together, Loving a Woman for a Lifetime. And um, some advice on how to do that successfully. Uh, yeah, it's been a good book. Yeah, it's been worth the, the read. I would uh, purchase this book again. You, if you, I, you, you know, have if I two lose copies? It. <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah, I, would, I think I would honestly suggest this book to... Anybody, any man. Yeah, any man looking to understand a woman, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, we're obviously different stages in in that, as I'm married and you're in a relationship now, thanks yeah. to the Gottmans. Honestly, <laughs> this book has helped a lot with my, uh, with my game, I'll say that. Yeah, and I mean, it's helped me, what I was, yeah, what I was, the point I was getting to was it's helped me a lot in my marriage just to understand Kylie better and and her needs so it's been really good and this last chapter has um a lot of other good stuff in it as well um it kind of says that well the main idea is just that after you've gone through all this hard work of getting to know someone meeting them dating them deciding they're the one how do you keep her happy um And uh, the first thing it brings up after it says that is you can never, ever know everything about her. You can't. It's impossible. Um, So one thing to always do is to be endlessly curious, is the way they put it, about her and what's going on in her her life and her emotions and and her hopes, her fears, her dreams. Um, And they say we can't emphasize this enough. Um, What do you think about that, Garrett? Uh, I think it's very valid. I think a lot of the times we get, like, we get complacent in a lot of areas of our lives. And I feel like this is probably, I'm not to that stage yet because my relationship is kind of new. Uh, and there's a, I know there's a lot that I don't know about her. So, but I could see how after a while, um, sometimes I feel like, I'm running out of stuff to to talk to with her about. Um, So I could see how, you know, once this relationship goes on for even longer, that it might feel like I feel that I already know everything about her. But I don't think that I do, and I feel like that's the wrong attitude to have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you use the word complacency, which, I mean, I, I definitely, um, 
And I think we're going to cover a couple things in this chapter that I feel like I've been complacent about and definitely just takeaways that I need to take away and use. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's just a lot of good stuff in this chapter. But yeah, it's very easy to get complacent. I mean, I've only been married for like a little over two years now. And I'm definitely feeling that to where like there are days when she gets home from work and I'm just like, how's your day? She's like, good. And then it's just like, that's it. That's it. But, (laughs) but then like, if I really start asking her about her day, there's so many interesting things that happen as a nurse in her career. Yeah. Um, yeah, she just has, we have such different jobs. I probably said this before, but like. Sometimes she'll text me and just be like, I did the CPR on a guy today. It's like, wow, I've been sitting looking at spreadsheets, you know, <laughs> it's like just so different. There's just so many things that go on in her life that I don't really understand. And it's like I says, it's an, it's an adventure and well, it says that later, but we'll get to that. It's like, you can never know everything and you need to make a point of understanding her interior world and sharing yours. Um, very important in keeping a relationship growing and um, staying emotionally close. Yeah. Something I think is very important as well that it mentions is also opening up about yourself, which I feel like most people probably have the opposite problem. Most people are more willing to talk about themselves. Um, But if you're not, that's very important. You need to be able to uh, open up about yourself if you expect her to open up about herself and and you know talk be willing to talk about your day and stuff you enjoy and stuff you didn't enjoy uh, something I found also very interesting in the chapter talks about how as it's talked about this earlier in the book as well but how conflict is actually a good thing you can't avoid conflict because that over time will lead to an unhappy marriage or an unhappy relationship because there's going to be conflict no matter what. And if you just avoid it, um, the conflict is still there. It's just not being dealt with. Yeah, that's another another thing that I need to add to my personal mental to-do list um, or uh, goal list, I guess. Something I need to get better at. Um, the way they put it, they say what makes a relationship most vulnerable to betrayal is avoiding conflict and hiding parts of yourself so you don't rock the boat. Um, I'm definitely guilty of doing that. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm an extreme conflict avoider. Cause like, I mean, we were roommates. I feel like I was willing to bring things up and so are you (laughs) when there were issues, but like, it's a lot different when it's a woman who's like more emotional and it can be hard is all I'm saying. It can be hard to like, it can be very easy. I should say to be in that mindset of like, I'm just not going to rock the boat. I'm just going to like ignore this because it doesn't really matter. But then sometimes I let those things build up and then I'm just like grumpy. And then Kylie just starts being like really annoying because she knows I'm upset about something. So she starts like poking me till we finally fight about it. Um, but yeah, that's something I need to get better at. Just like being vulnerable, um, in the sense to just like bringing up points of conflict. Yeah. So I, I do have a question for you then. Yeah. So like my experience is that women are more emotional than, than men. Um, 
do you just like how do you go about that and keep that in mind as you're dealing with conflict or as you're you're saying something that you know might potentially rock the boat do you just have to put that aside and not not worry about how they're going to feel or think or do you do you keep that in mind and still say it or I, I don't know what's what's like the right way to handle it. I, I I haven't figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm I'm still scared to do it sometimes. I feel like the times I have done it, I think it through, and I'm like, this is the best possible way to bring this up. And then, and then I still don't because I'm still scared. And then I, I don't do it until like I've shown frustration visibly. Yeah. And then at that point, there's like no good way of bringing it up because it's just gonna. It's, and it's just going to, like, be taken in the worst possible way. Um, I don't know. I think you want to bring it up in a time when things are good, um, I think. When, like, you're not already in a fight or you're not visibly frustrated or something like that. Because that just ruins everything. That I have learned <laughs> <laughs> over and over again. And I'm going to continue to learn, I'm sure. But... Um, yeah, I'm, I think you want to think it through of how you want to say it and, and make sure to not be dismissive of her emotions or say it in a way that's going to bring unnecessary negative emotion into the conversation. But, um, yeah, I'm still figuring that one out for sure. I do think that that, what you said and touched on at the end there, like not dismissing their emotions, very important. Um, and it's okay to feel... Uh, Sometimes, you know, you just feel things and you, you don't know why and you can't help it. And that's not individual to women. That's also men. Definitely. And it's okay to feel um, and acknowledge those feelings. Uh, yeah, I think that's important. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, there are definitely times when I'm the one who's being more emotional during conflict or conversation. And a part of that is because I don't like conflict yeah um at least that type of conflict that type of serious difficult conflict yeah <clears throat> um but yeah that's definitely a point they make is that is that um being vulnerable and confronting conflict um is really something that strengthens relationships substantially yeah yeah for sure um, what comes next after that? Yeah, so the next section, it just, it's, it's titled Affair Proofing Your Relationship. Um, and it talks about how, um, it takes, you know, you have to invest and commit to the relationship. You have to invest in it, invest time, invest yourself, um, and you have to, if you want to stay together, constantly build love and loyalty. And then it lists off um, some tips on how to do that. And they're just little things that you can do continually or daily to really strengthen a relationship. Yeah. Uh, the first tip that it goes into <coughs> is called the six-second kiss, which I found an interesting concept. Basically, whenever you... Uh, say goodbye to each other or whenever you're uh, greeting each other you kiss each other for six seconds it even s says that you can uh, make out for two minutes if you want 
the the key here is that the kiss is at least six seconds long, because that's the time it takes for dopamine to release in your brain. I think is what it's oxytocin. Oxytocin, yeah. not dopamine. Same idea. Uh, well, kinda. Now, oxytocin is helps with the uh, relationship building. Uh, whereas dopamine is just kind of pleasure, but <laughs> you know, same thing. Uh, so yeah, that's. I don't know. I think that's a good strategy, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it says two other benefits it mentions are it, the fear you feel you fe- uh, fear that you feel lessens and trust is built um, because of that oxytocin. Um, so yeah, that's I think that's um, really good advice that I feel like that's one one that I'm doing okay on overall probably but uh it's it's definitely a good thing to remember and uh note down mentally so question for you do you and Kylie have like a a date night every week or do you that's another thing that's the next one on the list right that's another thing I need to add to my to-do list to the repertoire because that's that's one that I struggle with I mean I I'm bad at planning dates. I think, I mean, the thing is you kind of have to define date, right? It's like we definitely spend most of our nights together when she's not working, right? Yeah. But, like, there's definitely an extra element added when, when like, something thoughtful is planned or we do something out of the ordinary. Um, Because a lot of those nights, you know, we just, like, sit around and watch TV or like sit around on the couch and like half on our phones, half interacting, but it's just like not special quality time. Um, so yeah, that's one that I definitely, again, need to work on. Um, that's just like, it's hard. It's so (laughs) tough though. Even, I mean, even just in a, a relationship that's not marriage, like sometimes I find that hard to to plan something and to to do something and make it special, especially because uh, with school starting, I don't have a ton of time. And yeah, you're um, doing distance right now. I yeah, distance sucks. So that's uh, another element, and she's working night shifts. Which yeah, I get. <laughs> but it's also like it's so difficult. When I do see her, because of those reasons, it is always special, which I really appreciate. Yeah. But I feel like I probably should go out of my way more to to plan something and have, like, a regular, you know, date every now and then where it's, like, thought out and planned and is nice, you know? Other than just me driving to her house or her driving to my apartment and, you know, hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my buddy Colton, shout out to Colton, who lives in Florida. I guess I got two buddies named Colton. But um, that was one thing that he said he always did, was like a weekly date night, no matter what they did. And a lot of times I think he just said they went to the temple, which is like a great idea, right? A little difficult with COVID because they're still kind of ramping back up. But... um, I thought that was really impressive that he he made that effort every week. And he said it's gotten harder since they've, like, moved out to this 
middle of nowhere town in Florida. <laughs> Nothing to do. And they now they now have two kids, so Oh, and they have two? He just had they just had another kid, yeah, wow. in like June. I really need to to uh contact him. I think he tried to call me a couple days ago and I haven't gotten back to him. But anyway, uh he was a really good example of that and uh I would like try to ask him for ideas and uh he wasn't very good at telling me what they did, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, just impressive. And, and that's definitely, um, I'm sure a very good habit for strengthening your relationship. One thing they mentioned to do while you're trying to plan these dates is court her and seduce her with the same energy you had at the beginning of your relationship. So, which again, complacency, right? It's hard to do, but hard. Um, I'm sure that's a powerful thing um, if you can get into that good habit. Well, the next one is titled Get to Know Her. And I think this is really good. I think this is the one where you have to be willing to reciprocate a lot uh, because it talks about some pretty deep things like you should know what her dreams are. You should you should ask her what she's afraid of, what she's worried about, what she's looking forward to, her biggest struggles in life. Uh, I don't even think I know those about myself. So, like, it might be something you might want to think about before you go asking her, your significant other, you know, just so you have an answer about those questions uh, when you're asked in return. So... I, I don't know. Uh, do you feel like you and Kylie have pretty deep conversations a lot about this kind of stuff? or? Um, I Sometimes. We definitely do. And I, I feel like those conversations are some of the moments when I feel most emotionally connected to her. You know, when we really have a good conversation. But it doesn't happen every day and like you said I think you have to put effort into to thinking about your partner and trying to come up with good questions that you really want to know about her you know yeah. um, and I agree with what you said to an extent that you should you should obviously think them through yourself a bit and have some sort of answer yeah um, but I mean the goal of asking a question like that is to get a good conversation going you know so yeah don't spend hours thinking through your answer. Yeah. And then uh, not want to have a conversation about it, but... Yeah. Well, I feel like that's tough, though, because, like, like for example, if, if someone were to ask me right now, um, like, what's the most important thing in your life? I don't think I'd be able to open up about that because I, I have a lot of important things in my life, you know? I don't think I can narrow it down to one singular thing. So, yeah. uh, which uh, is a fair answer to give someone if they ask that, I guess. And then maybe come up with a top five or something. I, I don't know. Well, here's a question for you. What is the most important thing? I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Wow. Wow. Did you see that comment? <laughs> I uh, didn't. Oh, nice. <laughs> Anyway, that that goes along with just always be curious about your spouse or your partner. Um, 
Because as, as I said, and I, I really believe those really good conversations, and it's the same with any relationship, you know. I look back on my life in college and, like, the times that I made really good friends. Like, basically everyone who was ever important to me during college, like, I can look back at a few really good conversations I had with each one of those people. And, like, I remember those moments. I remember where we were and what we talked about and... and that's something that you should strive to have continually with, with your partner, because that'll always um, improve your relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I think. No, I agree. Okay. I don't. I don't disagree <clears throat> with you on that. <laughs> All right. The next uh, piece of advice we got two more, I think, but. The next one is called, they just say, appreciate her. Um, Talk about giving compliments, showing gratitude, thanking her, admiring her, showing her with your words and your actions that you love and value her. Um, Pretty common sense, stuff we've talked about already in this book. Um, But it's, that's another thing that it's easy to get complacent with. and I think one important thing is also just to, like, mix up your words, you know? It's like, if I always tell Kylie she's cute, it's like, the word cute just, like, means less over time. So, like, if you suddenly throw out a new word and don't just, like, make stuff up, like, you gotta mean it, but it's just more meaningful, you know? That, that's Christian's way of telling everyone they need to read more and increase their vocabulary. Uh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's funny. No, I agree with you. I'm not saying come up with, like, some <laughs> crazy you words she has to Google, but... That's funny. There are plenty of variations to, to tell um, your wife she's beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Uh, the next one is honor her dreams, which I don't think I've ever thought about, but they talk about how women's dreams are often put on the side due to family and uh just the way society is a lot of the time it's like more based on males dreams and women tend tend to family more often than not and uh it talks about how you should know her dreams and honor them and do anything you can to help her achieve her dreams which i think is very valid and i think that would show a lot of love Uh, i know if someone were to help me achieve my dreams, I would be very appreciative, and I'd, I'd love that person forever, you know? So, uh, help her achieve her dreams, and she'll love you forever. Yeah. Uh, they also mention that there's been research that shows that the longevity and success of a relationship depends on each person supporting the goals of the other person. Um... Which is which is cool that uh, we know that through research. Yeah. And um, I, I think another thing in that is, you know, help someone discover what their goals are if, if they don't have any. Because, again, bringing up complacency, right? It's really easy to, to get, especially in this day and age with so many distractions, just, like, get in a rut and... Um, not really have any focus on any goals. Like me, for example, I've, I've wanted to like get my CPA and there've been like a couple little, um, 
stumbling blocks to get there that I've just like been complacent about. Like I can get reimbursed on the cost through my company, but I have to get like a couple signatures and it's been like months just trying to get those signatures. And like, I haven't put a hundred percent effort into it. I could probably get it done in like two weeks if I, if I just like made that a priority. But anyway, like that's a goal of mine and it's easy to lose sight of that goal, even though I know that's something that's going to like advance my career and something that's going to like be very beneficial, you know? But I think like helping someone remember their goals and also supporting them in their goals and, um, yeah, just really important. I know that I appreciate it when, um, I feel Kylie's support when I express the desire to accomplish something. Um, it also uses the phrase fully alive, that every man wants a relationship with a woman who is fully alive, um, who loves her life and who is everything she dreams of being. So, um, obviously as a man, that's true, but that's definitely the version of Kylie that, that I really enjoy being around. And that's, that's the way I would describe her being alive. Like she's so full of life. And when I first met her in the, in the singles ward, she was like always the loudest person in the room, you know? And I really, I know that annoyed you at times and you guys have had your talks about that, but, um, I really liked that about her and, and, you know, help someone be that version of themselves that they want to be. Um, and yeah, there's going to be a lot of love that comes with that. Yeah. Yeah. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know, what you said really stuck out to me that you should help someone discover their goals and their dreams. Because a lot of the times I feel like my goals and dreams change kind of day to day, which is not that means it's not a real goal or a real dream, you know? So, I mean, I do have a few goals that I've always had, like financial independence. Uh, and like there, there's a few things that have been in my head for years uh, that I know one day I will achieve. But I'm sure there's a lot more goals and a lot more dreams that I have that are yet to be discovered by myself. Um, and I'm sure uh, whoever your partner is is probably the same way. Like, you're, you're, you, there's probably goals that your partner has that, that she doesn't know that she has, and you should help her discover those um, and then help her achieve them. The question is, how? How do you do that? I mean, you don't want to force your own vision and your own goals on a person right but yeah you're right that's hard it's got to be a but balance you, you definitely want to share your goals with that person yeah and i think having that kind of growth mindset of like setting goals and working toward them to improve yourself is that's a contagious thing you know um and i i i strive to be that type of person and i still struggle and i like I said, complacency again for the eighth time. You said yeah. that word and now it's stuck in my head. But, <laughs> um, it's something I struggle with. But, um, you know, if you strive to be that type of person, I think that has a big impact on the people around you and on your partner, obviously, since you spend the most time with them. But Yeah. <clears throat> there is, uh, I wanted to read the second to last paragraph. Go for it. It says... <clears throat> 
let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> we can edit that out. <laughs> in the end, all you can do is love the woman in your life. Cherish her. Uh, embrace the way she is different from you and learn from her. A guide to women is a guide to understanding yourself. You are at your best when you are in a loving, exciting, and life-changing relationship with a woman. They will challenge you. Uh, they will confuse you. They will sometimes break you. And they will heal you. The greatest mystery of all when it comes to women is not why they do what they do, but why men feel so much uh, when they are with them. Women are a man's connection to the world and to life itself. Seems pretty deep. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I could add on top of that and make it better. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true. Um, well, I, I think I want to read the very last sentence, the last paragraph. It's short. It just says, Let's face it, you may struggle at times to understand women, but understanding them and loving them is one of the greatest adventures life has to offer. Which I think is a cool way of putting it. Yeah. Um, because really, I mean, I think developing a great relationship and being that vulnerable and honest is is scary and it is an adventure. Yeah. I think it's not a bad way to describe it. Yeah. Well, when I when I think about it, like, what's life if you don't have great relationships? That's kind of in my friends. You gotta have friends. Uh, in my mind, that's kind of what life is all about. And who better to have a great relationship than with your spouse or your significant other? If you, uh, you know, if you can't have a great rela- relationship with them, can you really have a great relationship in your in your life? I mean, you could argue that question. Uh, so yeah, I think it's it's very important. This book has been really good and really uh enlightening really enlightening <laughs> yeah there's a word for you uh. <laughs> you look enlightened yeah. today wow. that's funny <laughs> uh so i think we're gonna do one more episode on this book get a professional in here yes uh professional woman who are we getting i don't know all right yeah i'll figure that out okay <laughs> So, uh, yeah, we'll get a professional in here and uh, go over some things, summarize the book, maybe go over our favorite topics in the book. Uh, yeah, it'll be good. And then we'll choose a new one. Yeah, a new, a new topic. A new topic. To brainstorm. All right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thank you.